0: Welcome to the latest edition of Blackhawks on Ice. I'm David Schuster and this podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. The big and only story currently regarding the Blackhawks and the NHL is that the league has shut down all activities. That means practices and games until right after the Christmas break. So with that in mind, The game on Thursday night against Dallas has been postponed until a later date. It will be rescheduled, and we'll keep you up to date on that. And nothing will happen until the teams reconvene with practices right after Christmas. In fact, the Hawks' next practice will be on Monday, the 27th, and games won't uh, begin until that night. Later on, on the 27th, the Hawks won't play again until the 28th. That is their next game when they play host to Columbus, of course, that game at the United Center. Also, it appears that the NHL will not have its players going to the Winter Olympics. Okay, with all that in mind, let's hear from Derek King, Jonathan Tays, and Patrick Kane talking about a litany of subjects, and we start with
1: Derek King.
2: I just wanted to get your thoughts on the league shutdown and um, just start there. Yeah, just kind of the news over the last few days.
1: They shut it down when did they do that <laughs> you know <laughs> they're not just... telling me things around here no i'm kidding um yeah. just um yeah i mean it, the biggest thing is the safety for the players and and everybody around the organizations so obviously staff and what have you and you know maybe uh, you know hopefully this will help and uh, settle things down and then uh hopefully we'll return to work uh, right after the break
3: very good that's all i got for you We'll go to Mark Lazarus now. With DS5. Laz, your mic is active, and you can go ahead.
4: Hey, Derek, uh, did you tell the players basically lock yourselves in your houses for the next four days, and or, or are you just kind of letting them do their thing and trusting them?
1: Well, you have to trust them; they're adults, right? But I just told them to do follow the protocols, uh, enjoy your time with your family, be safe. Um, but let's make sure we're masked up and uh, where the hygiene is there. The same stuff we've been preaching from the, the get-go and touch wood so far it's been working uh but again i can't i can't uh, babysit all these guys they're gonna but uh, i think they know uh they're smart enough to know to, to be wise about it as for on the ice um uh, do you have any concerns about patrick
4: kane's lack of scoring this year i mean he's still basically a point a game but the goals just haven't been there really dating back to last year
1: no i'm not concerned about it do you know? Whether he is or not, he hasn't shown it. He's still making things happen. He's had opportunities. They're just, you know, it was like uh, Taser and uh, Kubi, they they had opportunities. They just weren't going in, but now they're starting to go in. And so uh, I'm fine. You know, if he wasn't getting the chances, I'd be concerned, but he's still still creating a whole lot out there. So it's a good. we will go now to Tracy Myers with NHL.com.
3: Tracy, you can go ahead. Eric, thanks for doing
4: this. Uh, Just as we go into the break now, just what are your thoughts on where this team is uh, uh,
2: going into the second half, so to speak? Thank you.
1: Well, you know, from what I saw before I got here to what I see now is I see that the guys are playing free, relaxed. Uh, Even practice today, they were laughing, uh, joking, uh, having fun, uh, working hard and and, and smiling. So um, I like where we're at. I think there's still room uh, to build and we'll continue to push them to get to that level. But um, I'm very excited uh, to hopefully, and when we get back that uh, we take off running again.
3: We're going out to Phil Thompson with the Chicago Tribune. Phil, your mic's active. Go ahead.
2: Good morning, Derek. I wanted to know, uh, if the messages has changed from the medical experts or the information that you're getting, particularly with the rise of the Omicron variants, uh, I just want to know, how, how are you being advised?
1: Well, we're, t- we're taking it. Obviously, we take it serious here. And our, our trainers and doctors are all on it, on top of it. So um, the biggest thing is to continue the hygiene, to continue to wash your hands, wear your masks out in public, Uh, There's times when you can take it off, but let's do that uh, when the time is right. Um, But we haven't had anything where it's like, you know, you go lock yourself in the closet and and don't come out until after it's done. We still got to live our lives, but we just got to be real smart about it. And, um, you know, again, touch wood, we've uh, we've kind of missed that bug right now. But um, again, we're we're just uh, crossing our fingers that uh, this ends soon, and then we continue our protocol.
2: And then uh, something unrelated, uh, I wanted to know uh, if you had any thoughts about how the the p- player safety department ruled on. Connolly uh, said that um, it was avoidable. If, if you agreed with that.
1: Well, I mean, it's, you know, when it's your own player, you never agree on it. Um, I understand that they have a tough job at the NHL. It's a fine, like they break it down and it's not easy. Uh, Do they get it right all the time? I'm not sure. Uh, It's hard to tell. Um, You know, again, like cons is he's, I believe it's his first offense. Did he ease up? I'm not sure. I look at the video, it's hard to tell. And I'm sure they're looking at it even better angles than I am. So um, four games, uh, you know, you you take it, uh, you deal with it, and you move on, and and that'll be it. Going out of Ben Hope with
3: the Chicago
1: Sun-Times. Ben, you can go ahead. Hey, Derek. uh, With uh, the Han
5: going in COVID protocol now, um, just what was the sort of how did that end up coming about, and are you not – or is it – you know, ease your mind a little bit that he had been held out of those previous two games. That hopefully it won't spread to anyone else.
1: Yeah, obviously. I mean, whether it's the flu or whatever he had, um, I think we were just taking real, real strong precautions with him. Um, you know, this the protocol following it to a T, uh, keep him away from everybody. And we do the same thing with if there's a guy with the flu or, you know, the bad shrimp syndrome that we always talk about. Um, we, we follow us. I don't like them around the room. I don't want them around the locker just in case it it spreads, whether it's COVID flu symptoms or what have you. Um, so again, we're on top of it. Our doctors are on top of it. And, you know, again, touch wood, everybody's healthy. Um, and hopefully we get back to work here soon. And how does this
5: change the sort of schedule logistics for after the break? I know, I think you're one of only four teams that don't play on the 27th. Are you going to take that extra practice day on the 26th or just start back on the 27th?
1: No, we're going to start back on the 27th. I mean, we've already addressed it with the team. Some of them have, you know, travel arrangements, hard to get out of, what have you. And that's why we skated today. Um, and then we'll we'll hit them hard on the 27th and hopefully prepare for, uh, I believe, Columbus on the 28th. So um, let's hopefully we're... Uh, talking to each other after the game.
3: We'll go to Charlie Romeliotis from NBC Sports. Charlie, your mic's active. Go ahead. Hey, Derek. How
4: nice was it to see Kara out there? And and how close might he be to returning when you guys do
1: get back? Uh, It was great. I mean, before we talked about it, just seeing him coming back in the locker room and hanging out, guys are flocking to him. He's got a nice... Way about himself whether it's on the ice or uh, in the locker room so now to actually have him dressed and skating in a practice um i'm excited uh but again uh this is something you you know we're not just gonna throw him back in the fire we're gonna wait and make sure he's 100 percent or 110 percent before he even uh puts on that hawks jersey for a game again is he cleared for contact uh if um, I, add, I don't know uh practice today was no contact anyways in it so um i, d- I gotta talk to gapper before i leave here because uh, we got to get a plan together for practice on the 27th and make sure everybody's uh, uh ready to go for contact
3: uh, we'll take two more we'll go to joe brand with wgn radio joe your mic's active go ahead Hi, Derek. I remember after the Dallas game, you mentioning uh, Brett Connolly seeming a little distraught after
0: the hit on Carroll. How's he been handling that since?
1: Well, he's you know, he, anytime you something like you never as a, uh, a former player, if you injured somebody, uh, you never want to see somebody laying there on the ice. And he was a little rattled about it, but he seems to be a lot better with it. Um, obviously, he he took his punishment and. He'll uh, serve his detention, if you want, they'll call it. And, um, you know, we'll just uh, get ready for our next game. Hopefully, I'm not sure what that puts him at. But um, when he's ready, he'll be ready to go. And hopefully, he's not too uh, rattled when he plays.
3: Last question will come from Mark Lazarus with The Athletic. Lazarus, your mic's active. Go ahead
4: hey derek i just wanted to follow up real quick on kane uh he's such a creative and aggressive offensive player how have you seen him adapt or buy into what you've been trying to get the team to do
1: well i still want him to be creative i want all our guys to be creative i think the the thing we want them to do is uh the old risk over reward be responsible with the puck um it sometimes you just got to throw a puck in behind their d Or get a puck deep or get a puck out without having to force a play and I think he's he's responded just like the rest of the guys have if there's a play to be made obviously I want him making plays this is what he does but um, I think he's really um, buying into that risk over reward that we're talking about if it's not there
0: and once again, this podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. And now let's move on to hear from the captain, Jonathan
2: Tays. Hey, Jonathan, just want to get a sense of, uh, you know, is this concern or relief or mixture of both with everything that's going on uh, with the the pause through the holiday break? I mean,
6: uh, I don't really know how to be concerned about the situation. I think uh, it just depends on how the league and, Ultimately, the players' association decide to, to agree to, to move forward. Um, I don't know. It wasn't to me. It wasn't hard to predict this this type of situation of teams having uh, numerous guys test positive. So it's just uh, to me, it's just unfortunate the way that that we've kind of agreed and decided upon uh, how to go about it. Um, it, it just throws a. Um, everything into a, to a huge mess with our schedules. So, um, that being said for me personally, I think it's, it's definitely a relief. Um, it's nice to get a few days here and there to, to maintain and take care of myself and, and get myself, uh, um, you know, better and
2: better condition going forward for the rest of the season. Do you think uh, the the players input is is being heard and, and factored into these decisions?
6: uh it's difficult to say because i haven't been um up to speed with, with some of the phone calls that, that the players have been on and in, in the specifics of uh how the league's kind of gone forward with it i mean at the end of the day i have my own opinions um about how things are being dealt with and you know that's that's a difficult thing you're not always going to agree with everything 100 percent, but you got to respect uh, the the direction that the league and the players decide to take ultimately
3: Our next question will come from Mark Lazarus with The Athletic. Laz, your mic's active.
6: Go
4: ahead, please. Jonathan, I'm not sure how much thought you have been giving to the Olympics, but it seems like an almost certainty at this point that players won't be going. And I was just curious what your thoughts were about that.
6: Yeah, I mean, I I think to begin with, uh, the narrative has been that the players wanted to go all along as if the league had no interest for the best players in the world to be representing their countries at the Olympics. And I think that was... Um, you know, the bigger conversation before all this happened. And, and I think it would have been a really great thing for our game to have all the NHL players go. But um, from what I'm hearing, and in, in my personal opinion as well, is that uh, uh, players are going to put the, their own health and their own families, but their own clubs' uh, situation as priorities ahead of going over to Beijing and dealing with some kind of very unpredictable scenarios i guess so uh to me that's the right way to go about it and i think with the the mess in our schedule right now maybe there's ways that uh, we could rectify that and it won't be as um as crazy of a of a schedule that goes late into the year as well do you think that you guys have almost an
4: advantage The i mean you've had a few games postponed but there are teams that have just had their schedules completely destroyed by this and the fact that you guys are mostly healthy right now could that be a competitive advantage coming out of this break
6: Um, I don't know. I mean, I I think it it doesn't really matter what, you know, how long your break is once I feel like when you're off the ice for more than three or four days, there's always an adjustment coming back. So uh, it's it's something that we're gonna have to focus on, regardless of of how much time we're getting off with Christmas here, uh, with the break coming up in February. Uh, however, it shakes down. I think you you really want to take advantage and, and be ready uh, coming off those breaks, and that's not easy to do. Sometimes I think you can work out as hard as you you want, but when you get back on the ice, there's always that uh, you know one or two day adjustment where you're trying to get back to game speed. We'll go
3: now to Ben Pope with the Chicago. Sometimes Ben, you can go ahead.
5: Hey, Jonathan, I know you mentioned that you think this break for for you personally helpful um, i feel like it, it will provide a little bit of a reset a little bit of time to you know build up a little bit of energy and rest some
6: yeah i mean that's that's the plan for me i, I think this year has been uh just a grind physically and mentally trying to get back to where i know i'm i'm capable of that level i'm capable of playing at where where i feel like i'm contributing to our, our team uh, moving in the right direction and you know, I think there's just a lot of factors, as I've mentioned before, missing a year and um, just the conditioning aspect that that plays into uh, uh, how tough it's been. But uh, time like this definitely helps me personally, and looking forward to doing the best I can with it. Thank you.
3: We'll go now to John Deets with the Daily Herald. John, your mic
2: is active. <clears throat> hey, Jonathan. You hear me? Okay. Yeah, I got you. Hey, I was just wondering, like, can you maybe give us a percentage of how you, like, feel at this point? Like, I don't know, a couple years ago you'd say you're 100% healthy and and playing good hockey. And, like, where do you feel like you're at right now? That might be a hard question to answer, but, you know, you're, like, 75% there, 80% there. Just how you've ramped it up during the season.
6: I mean, yeah, that's a – you can't really put a number on that. I think uh, you look around your locker room and there's – First of all, there's guys that, that are always playing through something. So, um, you know, as I mentioned to you guys before, when we've kind of touched on this subject, uh, to me it's it's uh, a challenge that I have to work through, but not necessarily something I'm allowing myself to use it as an excuse. Um, you know, every time you touch the ice with your, your team, with your teammates, there's expectations, and, and uh, you got to kind of just um, – you know, check yourself at the door on the way into the locker room. So uh, having said that, you know, I think uh, your mind has certain expectations for yourself. I know I haven't quite been there. Um, so just trying to work work back to where I can go out there and play with energy and have fun and, and find some creativity, uh, especially offensively in my game. And I feel that's slowly coming. But, uh, you know, just trying to work work through to the point where I've, energy to to be able to play that that heavy two-way hockey
2: was it pretty much the um conditioning has that been the toughest thing in these three months or like can you be specific about what was the hardest thing to to come back right was it the shooting the passing the ice awareness just can you kind of maybe break that down
6: no i mean to to be quite honest i I feel like my instinct and and um just the way i've been thinking the game that's that's kind of like riding a bike it's it's there and you feel confident, but sometimes uh, as games go along, you get three or four games into a a, a week and, and the recovery is not quite there. And all of a sudden it's, it's difficult not to become calculated going into a game knowing that you just maybe don't quite have it. So you have to, you know, make smarter plays and get off the ice early and just... Not that you're cutting corners, but you're just trying not to uh, bite off more than you can chew. So I think when you have that extra jump, that energy, uh, the game just flows a little bit more. Um, Your decision making gets a little faster and then that that confidence just grows. And I think the way the season started, not scoring a goal for however many games, uh, there's no doubt that that builds on you and it snowballs and it's tough to get out of it unless you just go out there and, and play with more energy go to take two more here we'll go to Charlie Romeliotis from NBC Sports
3: Charlie you can go ahead hey Jonathan I know he had been around the locker room for the last week but how nice
4: was it to see Jujar on the ice today with you guys
6: that was great um yeah he's he's a really uh, really special dude and, and great teammate and uh you know your heart breaks when you see something like that happen um to anybody really on the ice and, and to be put in a vulnerable position like that it, it's it sucks and I think everyone feels it deeply because you you just uh um you never you personally you never want to be in that in that situation so um it's it's of all people I think Jujar is just a, a great teammate and, and, a, and a great player and a really good addition to our team and um, so it sucks to, to miss him, and uh, nice to see him feeling better, and um, that's the number one thing.
3: Our last question will come from Joe Brand, WGN. Joe, you can go ahead. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, three goals, four points in your last five games. I feel like it'd be really easy for you to be frustrated that uh, a pause and a break is kind of happening right now, but it seems like you're doing a really good job of you know, utilizing having that time off. Does that scoring or that... Uh, recency of finding the score sheet a little bit more does that does that help you kind of head into this pause
6: uh i mean whether we had this break or not i think the the conference is coming back and like i said that goes hand in hand with how i approach the game uh with my preparation how i'm feeling going into games and where your head's at so uh you try and create that uh create that feeling of you know you're gonna you're gonna work for it and you're gonna get the bounces uh, before you go into games but it definitely helps when you see the puck go in and, and you have a couple on the score sheet so um you know it, it feels a lot better right now and i'm just kind of looking forward, not really looking back
0: thank you jonathan Appreciate you. and finally let's hear from patrick kane
4: Hey Patrick, uh, h- how do you feel this break is timed for you personally? Uh, you know, I-, I know the goals haven't been coming, but you've been getting the chances. Do you need maybe just a few days to unplug and not, not, not sweat, not sweat this stuff?
7: Um, sometimes when it's like that, you want to keep playing and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, figure it out before you go into a break. But, um, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is like, like you said, I'm getting chances and, uh, i think for whatever reason the past little while my finishing touch has kind of abandoned me and i'm just maybe overthinking a little bit but um you know just got to play on instinct trust yourself and uh, you know i know like i feel good shooting in practice you know my body feels good and uh like i said uh feel like i'm i'm creating a lot especially with uh with the brink and um You know, just uh, try to battle it out here and hopefully uh, when you come back from the break, just kind of, you know, get hot, especially, um, you know, I think the team's playing really well. So I think, uh, you know, if I can start doing what I do best and uh, creating and scoring and uh, taking advantage of my chances, I think it's going to help us a lot, obviously, down the stretch.
4: Is it harder to play that creative, aggressive style under what Derek King wants from you guys, that kind of safer play? Is is that a fine line to walk for
7: you? No, not really. Um, You know, I think sometimes it just kind of, uh, you know, it's almost better sometimes. You play a simpler style and you find ways to get chances off, like uh, takeaways and turnovers, and then you can get quick strikes that way. Um, You know, I look at my last, like, I don't know, six or seven games. I feel like I've had a breakaway pretty much every game. So, um, just got to find ways to, uh, to capitalize on those chances. And, uh, you know, you still want to play your game and you still want to, um, do the right things for the team as well. So, um, I wouldn't say it's a fine line, but, um, you know, I know the production really isn't there for me right now, but I'm pretty happy with where, uh, I'm at as far as like playing my game and, uh, how I feel on the ice and everything. So, um, you know, I'm hoping just kind of once, once we come back from break, just kind of open up, open the floodgates and uh, just um, get hot here. The rest of the rest of the season.
3: We'll go now to Pat Boyle from NBC sports, Chicago, Pat, your mic's active. Go ahead, please.
4: Hey, Patrick. Uh, Obviously it looks like the NHL is not going to go to the Olympics. Uh, Your, your thoughts on that. And uh, are you disappointed
7: um well i mean it's just uh it's just a tough situation for everybody right i mean you're excited to uh, to be able to get the chance to represent your country you know obviously i'm 33 right now so um you're hoping that you can uh obviously play as many as possible but um you know i don't i don't know if it really would have been like a true olympic experience this year with you know being in a bubble and and uh you know all the the worries going over there so we'll kind of see what happens right now but you know definitely fortunate to play in in sochi and uh you know vancouver was just unbelievable i don't think if i don't think the olympic experience is going to be you know even close to comparable to what we had there in 2010 so um you know we'll see what happens but um, you know always want to represent your country anytime you get get a chance and I uh, felt like I, I would have had a chance to be in like a leadership role this year so it would have been fun to play with a lot of you know younger players some some great players around the league so um, uh, yeah I guess we'll kind of see how it unfolds here
4: would you ever be open to the tournament being played in the Summer Olympics or do you think it just belongs in the Winter Olympics even if it it means shutting down the NHL for a few weeks.
7: No, I'd be I'd be open to it. Um, I think it'd be pretty cool uh, to play in the Summer Olympics. Um, you know, you kind of I know it kind of messes up the summer a little bit, but um, you know it'd be something to look forward to in the off season, and um, you know, kind of prepare yourself for it and uh, um, do it at a different time than when the season's going on.
3: Going out to
2: Phil Thompson with the Chicago Tribune. Failure your mic is You can go ahead. Thank you, Patrick. I want to know if uh, the players talk about the, effect- the effectiveness of the protocols and if all their input and concerns are, are being taken into account.
7: Like between the PA and the, the NHL. Yeah,
2: yeah. With, with uh, respect to COVID <clears throat> and why it's spreading and if everything mm-hmm. done or if you guys have other thoughts.
7: Um, well, I mean, it seems like it's just kind of spiking around uh, not just the NHL, but um, all different sports right now. And just, um, I don't know. I mean, you got to, I think the NHLPA and the NHL are continuously talking about different things and different measures to take into effect to try and stop the spread. So they've enhanced the protocols, which I think is, you know, good good right now and nice to have the league step in and kind of shut down the the, uh, the games for a couple of days and hopefully you can stop the spread that way. So there's constant dialogue I think between the NHL and the PA and Don Fair and the players just to kind of figure out what uh what uh are the best ways to go about it and kinda of get everyone on the same
2: page. Yeah, it seems like uh yeah some bad puck luck, uh if you want to call it that and then the last two overtimes taking a look like a puck to the face and then, you know, you had that breakaway. Can you just kinda mm-hmm. t- through, you know, th- those last two overtimes for you?
7: Uh yeah, I feel like we've been pretty good in overtime this year. So it's kind of different situations, right? Like I kinda kinda got hit in the in the face there pretty hard with the puck. Um and uh Was just um yeah, I was just kind of like flustered after it and wasn't really like totally into the game in the in the moment. Obviously just tried to get off the ice to give uh you know, whoever else was up a chance to go out there and and do their thing and uh didn't realize that it was like an odd man rush the other way. So um that one was kinda tough and then um you know, the one in Dallas, you get a breakaway and uh, would have been nice to finish it off there and kind of come back from the game before. And then, uh, you know, watching the replay and just kind of hearing some other guys talk about the replay of the penalty. I think I, you know, they called it, but I think I just kind of lifted a stick a little bit and he fell and, uh, and they called it and then, you know, they scored on the power play. So not too worried about it, to be honest with you, They're kind of two different like funny situations. And, uh, I think we've been good in overtime so we can, uh, uh keep doing what we do out there.
3: We have time for a few more, and we'll go to Ben Pope with the Chicago Sun-Times. Ben, you can go ahead.
5: Hey, Patrick. Uh, with the holiday break here moving a little bit, how does that change your plans, if at all, and will it be kind of helpful to have a little bit of time off, or would you rather, you know, get right back at it?
7: Um. Yeah, I mean, I used to um, go back, back home for the holidays last like four or five years i like kind of staying in chicago and not traveling and just being around here and resting um so it doesn't really change much for me um i think we have like uh practice on the 27th so that was planned all along i think that might have moved it up a little bit for us but um yeah just kind of rest up you know obviously uh um do a couple different workouts to you know just kind of stay with it but rest should be good for me and uh always try to take advantage of that and uh, take care of yourself over the break and come back ready to go thank you
3: our last question will come from charlie Romeliotis from nbc sports charlie your mic's active go ahead
4: hey patrick quick follow-up on the olympics how disappointing is it for guys like the brinkett and seth jones who would be playing in their first one not to be able to get that opportunity
7: this year Well, yeah, I mean, uh, both those guys are just having amazing years and uh, um, would definitely help out the U.S. team a lot. I mean, Seth is just uh, an unbelievable player. Um, I knew he was a good player, but he's kind of exceeded my expectations as far as, like, his all-around game and what he brings to the team when he's on the ice, how he moves the puck up the ice from the defensive zone, um, how he jumps into play pretty much everything, but he's been incredible for us and uh the brink at he was uh you know kind of a guy I was uh looking forward to maybe even playing with over there and um yeah, I really like uh playing with him and enjoy being on the ice with him. He would have helped our team a lot over there too. Um so uh I just think in general, you know, for USA hockey we would have put together a pretty competitive team. Um, And that's disappointing. I don't think that'll change four years from now, but just would have been fun to have that opportunity to see what we can do and uh, um, uh, kind of welcome the next generation of of USA hockey players in and uh, uh, be able to be a part of that. So repeating the story
0: here, the NHL has shut down all activities until after the Christmas break. The Hawks will not be uh, doing anything until Monday the 27th. That's when they will have a practice prior to their next game scheduled, and that, of course, is on the 28th, next Tuesday night, the 28th, and that will be against Columbus, and uh, with all that in mind, some games have obviously been postponed, and the game this Thursday night against Dallas has been postponed. It will be rescheduled at a later date. Once again, thank you for listening to Black Box on Ice.